God's grace and blessings to you. I'd like to start off this session by saying Happy New Year. And like the popular song says, we made it. We survived. You know, this message today is focused on those of us who are just happy to have made it through 2018. Maybe we didn't thrive despite all of our efforts, despite all of our diligence and our commitment to the process. This message today deals with the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verses 1 through 11, where God calls Jeremiah and asks him to come and see. I believe 2019 is going to be a breakout year for many of us. We have been confined and restrained, constrained and contorted. But in 2019, there's a newness of life, a newness of opportunity to burst out and come and see all the Lord has in store for us. I'm excited about it. God bless you. And may this word add to the grace of God that is already all over your life. Let's begin our time together by examining the historical perspective of the text. For those of you who enjoy using uh, online resources and study Bibles, you could pause this podcast if you like and just take a moment and look at the outline that accompanies the book of Jeremiah. This will give you an overarching picture of what's happening with Judah and Israel during Jeremiah's day. If you don't want to take time to look at that, you can just continue on and we'll talk about uh, chapter 33 is really the conclusion of a trilogy that begins in chapter one, uh, 31. In chapter 31, God declares restoration to Israel. This restoration is later illustrated when you come to the 32nd chapter. And then finally, this restoration is reaffirmed when you go to chapter 33. We know that the children of Israel during this time, they were in captivity and exile uh, under the Babylonians for 70 years. Now, this is certainly a long time, but God is faithful who was promised and God's restoration was as certain. It was as real as the captivity of Israel itself. These chapters, they're recorded to provide hope despite the present discomfort. Within our passage, we see that Jeremiah has a dilemma. Actually, this dilemma really encapsulates all of Jeremiah's ministry because Jeremiah could not naturally fathom how God would restore the nation, the people of Israel, the tribe of Judah, who had fallen into such a deplorable state of bondage. We see in our passage here that God invited Jeremiah to see through his spiritual eye. The challenge in 2019, in fact, the challenge in all of life is for us to see God's vision instead of looking through our natural circumstances. I liken it to having those fancy night vision goggles, but only a million times better. Once you put those goggles on in the darkness of the night, things light up and they illuminate and you're able to see what path to take. You're able to see what threats are present. You're able to see what opposition lies before you. And so the goal in 2019 is to have God's sight. 
The Lord who made heaven and earth, he tells Jeremiah, call to me and I will answer. He says, in other words, just ask me and I will tell you. This is a sort of call and response that we're going to find all throughout the book of Jeremiah. And so today our challenge becomes to quit pondering. You don't have to wonder if 2019 is your year or not. You don't have to wonder if the plans that you have laid out will succeed or fail. You don't have to wonder if God has led you to this place. You don't have to wonder if the project will come together. You don't have to ponder if the relationship is headed to the next level. Just ask God, seek God, because the answer is not that far away. Here it is. We see in Jeremiah 33, he says, ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets that you do not know about things to come. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says it a different way. It says that the Lord, our God, has secret things that are known to him and they're known to no one else. I love how the King James Version takes this particular passage of Jeremiah 33 And it says this, it says, call unto me and I will answer thee and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Some Bibles read in this uh, passage where it says uh, 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 unknowable or unsearchable. It says unsearchable and unsearchable simply means that which is not accessible to us, that which has been fortified, that which has been enclosed. If we ask God, God will reveal the hidden things of life, the hidden future of 2019. Just seek him. When we see this text, we see uh, that Israel was broken down beyond repair. One of my cousins, he always talks about when he strays from God, he says that God has a way of breaking you down to your brake pads. And I kind of think about that, that vernacular, that phraseology. When I look at this passage in Jeremiah 33, verse 10 says that the city had become a desolate place. The people, they had deserted the city. People were fleeing for safety. The livestock had disappeared. The normal uh, status of the day and rhythm of the day and rhythm of life of working and resting and, and folly and play and relaxation, that had been done away with because now Israel and Judah were in war times. The great commentators Walford and Zook, they put it this way. They they provide this great insight to us. They says that the house of Jerusalem, along with all of the royal palaces that were in uh, Jerusalem, many of them were torn down. Many of them were stripped of their wood and they were stripped of their stones just so that the walls of the city could be strengthened because they were under siege by the Babylonians. This was Uh, done in efforts to prevent the Babylonian soldiers from breaching the walls and entering the city. I want you to think of it even uh, in the American sense. uh, When we look at World War I and World War II, there was a shift that happened within our own nation. Factories and machinery were repurposed. Everyday life was interrupted so that the war efforts would be undertaken and we would not be overrun by enemy attack. I want you to imagine 
how scary and frightening those times were for many Americans. And then I want you to magnify, uh, magnify that times 10, times 20, because that's what this event was like. What's even so amazing in this passage is that we find out that Israel not only were under siege, but they were fighting their own enemy. The people had become trodden down because they had began to trust in their own strength. They had begun to trust in their machinery and their mechanisms instead of looking to God, the author and the perfecter of our faith. As a result, they engaged in war against their own enemy. They fought the Babylonians because that was the physical group present and opposing them that was standing before them. But how many of us know as God's people, our problem is not really people. Our problem many times, like Israel, is that we have forgotten about God. Instead of following the ways of righteousness, the people of Israel have began to listen to what people often refer to as the inner me. See, it's not the destruction from without sometimes that will cause our demise. It's the destruction that will often occur from within when we are not focused and centered and connected and committed to God. The children of Israel began to fall into practices and habits that were unhealthy. And as a result, what happened? They lost sight. Yet within the text, there remains a hope. In 2019, I don't care what 2018 uh, looked like. I don't care what went uh, bad, what went awry. I don't care what plan or task was left undone. There is a hope that has arrived with the new year and a new opportunity. And we see this even within our text. It says that because of God's mercy, because of God's love, God was going to restore his people. And this restoration occurs in three phases. First of all, God was going to restore the land. The land that had been taken from them was going to be returned. Secondly, God was going to restore the relationship between the people and God himself. Lastly, we see that God was going to grant them recognition amongst those who didn't even honor or recognize God. We see this litany of things as we look in the later verses of uh, Jeremiah 33, 1 through 11. Look at the litany of things that will happen once God begins to restore. He says that the captivity would be reversed. The rebuilding of the, uh, 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 of the city and the towns would take place. A cleansing from sin would be granted. Iniquity would be removed and pardons would be given. God's name would be recognized and honored among the ungodly. And the people would outburst in joyous singing. Are you ready for what God is going to do through you? Your time of captivity, your time of confinement is coming to a close and restoration is beginning to take place all around you. Come and see what God is doing. It's time to break out.